The stories you're about to hear were chosen as the dashingly quirky script writing contest winners. So please put your hands together for The Wrong Men by Tom Yeltsin and Bristol Fashion by PJ Marvel. Hello. Hello and welcome to Dashingly Quirky Live 2020. Dashingly Quirky Live. 2020. Um, she's Fiona Thrale of Dashing Onions Productions. Hello. And she is Sarah Golding of Quirky Voices. All right, hello. Are you all right? You having a fun day? Yeah. Oh, they're alive. They're alive. Good stuff. Okay, so uh, having run a few fun new writing competitions, we were very excited to be invited here by the mighty Jess Anson and team. Let's give them a so today, we present for your delectation and delight two new wonderful fun indie audio drama scripts celebrating all that is, was and will be the LGBTQ plus community and indie audio fiction. Yes, our dashingly quirky brief was for writers to create something original that would enable this event to celebrate and share stories by authors from the community or have characters in the community or showcase storylines about our wondrous community. Yes, so first of all, for helping to choose our wonderful winners today, let's give a cheer, a rousing cheer, please, to our brilliant script-writing judges, the glorious Jess Anson, Nathan Blades, Nicholas McInerney, did I say that right? Ella Watts and, and us, I guess. Let's give them a rousing, rousing applause. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And also to everybody who entered. Yes. What can I say? We love new writings. Yes, thank we you. We do, we do, we do. So can we get a self-drum, self-lap drum roll, please? A self-lap drum roll. Oh, lovely. Yes, yep, they know it. self <laughs> Okay, uh, for the winning scripts being performed today and the winning writers, they are The Wrong Men by the groovy Tom Jensen with LJ. <laughs> And uh, sadly, he could not be here today. Um, but we did love his script very much, and we hope you do too. Absolutely. And more drumroll, please. The writer of Bristol Fashion, the wonderful PJ Marvel. And we will be seeing PJ later if she likes what we've done with her script. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully her thoughts will be civil. Indeed. Now, let's introduce you to our performers today. First of all, maestro of the dashingly quirky Foley table, we have Maximilian John. And acting with us today are three of my favourite people in the whole of the crazy indie world. We have, fresh from his no-sleep tour, David Alt. Our awakening from Marathon Tabletop Gaming is Nathan Blades. And here along with his beautiful face, the beauteous many voices of Kareem Cronfley. Now, we need some volunteers for our walk-on roles for each play. Our live shows contain not just Foley effects here, but also uh, we need you, our audience, to create some ambience. Yes, we need a Cockney police officer, PC walk-on, for a few... Like, I made that up. Uh, a few lines in our first and a slightly unnerved, possibly singed sailor for our, our second steampunk airship crew. Yep, good. So could we have a volunteer to play our PC walk-on, please? The casting brief simply Look says... Oh, you got them? Brilliant. <laughs> That's trouble, that one, though. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think we should let that one on. <laughs> oh, it just needs a Cockney accent and the ability to hum. Yeah? 
Fabulous. Come on. Come on, Come on, Come on down. down. So um, while, uh, while he's coming on down, let's just warm up, shall we? Um, incidentally, if you, if you do need any decent vocal warm-ups, there, do have a listen to Madvent. There's uh, lots of amazing episodes that contain voice acting warm-up things and voice acting advice from such AD luminaries as Faith McQuinn, Sir Tom of Crowley, and David, Fiona, and Karim. <laughs> hey, Karim, um, do you want to start us off with a dulcet-toned warm-up? Certainly. Hello, you wonderful people. Thank you, that's better. I can actually hear you at the back. Now, let's start with some simple stretching. Stretch up high and stretch forward. Strike a pose. And high again. Stretch that spine. Good. I think that'll do for health and safety. Let's kick off with some lip trills. All the way down from your lowest range to the highest range. And back down again. Excellent. Nathan. Hello, people. So, let's do some chewing. Warm up those beautiful jaws of yours, that exquisite jawline. Uh, imagine there's a small piece of gum in your mouth. And as you chew, I think I see chewing. It's very dark on the other side. Uh, so, small chewing motions and let it get bigger and bigger and bigger until you can hardly move your mouth. Good. And then pop it in the imaginary bin. I tag out to you, David. Thank you very much. Right, yeah, all right. No, no, are you all from London? Oh, God, really. So, um, hello, Birmingham, then. Uh, welcome up to the north for, the, for most of you. Um, I know, I know, I'm from Yorkshire. Uh, I've had so much no sleep this week, so... In, in honour of that, we're going to do a nice big yawn. They're going to... Yes, get it all over and done with now, rather than later. Uh, and we'll do it again, and this time turn it into an R at the end. So... Excellent, excellent, lovely. Kareem. Uh, Let me have some Mima, Mima, Moo. Okay. Mima, Mima, moo. Really enunciate. Open that mouth. Cool. Max. Hello, story lovers. <laughs> I will be doing the foley today, and I will need some help. In the first script, there is one setting, a park. So, to help with this soundscape, we're giving out some bird noise makers from over there. Sarah's going to be the bird conductor. <laughs> They'll work their way around. Okay. Sarah is going to stand here. Hello and pointed one or two bird warblers at a time here. So when she points at someone different, then please stop warbling. And would anyone like to be a buzzy bee, please, who is not a bird? Can we have a buzzy bee? Yes, a buzzy bee, thank buzzy you. Buzzy bee, superb, superb. We're going to give you this uh, here. And anyone at the back like to be a buzzy bee as well? Do feel free to join in, that is absolutely wonderful. So could I just have a few seconds of buzzing, please, on your favourite flowers? Oh, marvellous. That's and it, that thank you. Layer the soundscape for us, so thank you. That's my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, David, mum. 
Okay, so the art of Foley, if you haven't heard of it, it started over a century ago in the film industry as a means to layering sound effects over the moving image to create a hyper-real final cut. So some sounds you hear aren't always made by the things that you think they might be. And we hope to create that feeling today. Sadly, no need for celery this time. And over to Sarah and Fiona to find our police officer. Ah, yes, we retrieved. Well, hello, hello, hello. Yes. yes. Um, would you step up to the mic, stranger PC? Walk on. <laughs> Hello, Matthew. <laughs> all right, all right there. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> hang on a second. I'm not that tall. Um, so, yes, welcome, Matthew. <laughs> it's Thank a bit you. weird. I feel like I should do that. Uh, yes, so you're playing a devilishly nice police officer of the highest caliber. And uh, as you can see, um, didn't quite have a policeman's helmet, so if you want to don that for us, mm -hmm. that's a little token. Also, <laughs> the uh, 1950s based comedy police folks, if I can find it in my pocket, no, hang on, <laughs> always have comedy moustaches, folks, yeah, don't they? Oh, so, uh, hang on a sec, that's fire. <laughs> Here it is. Voila, monsieur, would you like Thank to put you. on your, your oh. comedy moustache oh. okay. police officer oh, of joy? Nice. I mean, if you want. Yeah. You've, I, I think I already have an excellent moustache, thank you. I think we're Superb. Yeah. Uh, I hope it'll fit over your beautifully coiffured beard over there. Is that a sticker? That is, you just peel that bit off. Props, that's exciting. Props for audio, people. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've got no nails. So, uh, PC walk-on, if you want to go to your mic. I don't know if you've used one before. <laughs> <laughs> Not well. <laughs> Don't worry, um, neither have I. With your magic moustache on of happiness, audio joy, could you show us, please, your best policing face? That's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Amazing. And um, can you make it more suspicious? Yeah, gorgeous. More ambitious? A bit more nose? Nosier. <laughs> Lovely. Gorgeous. Uh, and policey stance. Let's see, how do you stand as your police officer? How are you going to give us some attitude? That's beautiful. Uh, a bit more ambitious? A bit more suspicious? And a bit more nosy? Lovely. Okay, now I need you to convey that attitude hourly, and we are laughing, people. So, Kareem has your lines. Voila, I will look at those for you in a moment. And over to you, David. Okay, so, uh, Matthew, just in case you haven't ever used a microphone before, <laughs> you should be this far from the mic and speaking as if you are speaking to someone close-ish in proximity, but remembering that you will be outside in a park. There you go. Angle mouth towards the microphone, into the center of the mic, and tech lesson done. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Nailed it. Yep. So, it's 1955, a groovy, chilled 1950s park, and as PC walk-on, you're looking for any suspicious behavior. So, if you just want to stroll around the back here, oh, that's that it. And humming a completely made-up tune, please, because we don't want to be done for copyright. Thank you. I'm going to stroll. Okay, we are recording this to go out on the quirky feed later this year. So please do feel free to cheer and clap as much as you like when you see this sign. Is that us? So, without further ado, we present our first dashingly quirky episode, The Wrong Men by Tom Jensen. Yes, good. <laughs> 
Dashingly Quirky Live at Pod UK 2020 presents The Wrong Men by Tom Jensen, starring Nathan Blades as Snopes, Kareem Cronfley as Volkov, David Alt as Brent, and our guest star PC Walkon is played by Matthew McLean. With birds, bees, and other random animals played by members of the Pod UK 2020 audience. A park in London, Excuse me, but is that the Times you are reading? No, the Daily Telegraph. Ah, I see. Hmm. I prefer the Times myself. Uh, yes, the Times is a decidedly superior paper. I don't much care for the telegraph. Good. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Foxglove. How do you do, Foxglove? And you are? I'm, uh, Bluebell. Oh, excuse me. I mistook you for somebody else. A good day. Uh, uh, Foxglove? <coughs> One moment. Ah, you are wearing a red necktie. That's right. You uh, like the color red? I find it rather striking, don't you? Yes, striking, yes, yes, striking. Very good, yeah. It always makes me feel very gay. It always makes me feel patriotic. The cherry blossom has come late this year. Qu quite, quite true. However, the daffodils are still blooming. Indeed. But, so far, I have only seen one swallow. Really? Well, as the saying goes. Yes. One swallow does not a summer make. Bravilni! Uh, ex excuse me? You have said what I needed to hear, Bluebell. Uh, really? Now I know you are the man I'm looking for. Oh, gosh, gosh. That's awfully... So, let's get down to business. Hmm. How do you mean? What can you offer me? Uh, I... I promise you will be generously rewarded. Rewarded? If you agree to provide the services I require, 
regular sums will be paid into your bank account. Foxglove. That's not how I envisioned this. I'm I'm a respectable gentleman. No, you need not compromise your integrity, Bluebell. The payments will be made under a um, fictitious name. You don't understand. I'm very flattered you've chosen me. But if I were to provide the uh, services you're asking for, it could never be in exchange for money. I see. You are a man of principle. Most admirable. Tell, so tell me, what do you propose instead? Well, I was thinking more of a relationship between equals. Uh, dear friends who care for each other. You mean me also giving you? It seems only fair. Very well. I shall consider it. Good. Good morning, Constable. Morning, gentlemen. Have you seen anyone suspicious around here? Mm. Suspicious? Um, no, not at all. Me neither. Very well. Then I'll bid you good day. As long as you are aware that homosexuality won't be decriminalised for another 18 years. I, I, quite. Uh, good day, Constable. That was close. A close shave, you might say. Yes. Um, Foxglove? Yes, Bluebell. <clears throat> Before we develop a closer acquaintance, uh, there are certain things you need to know about me. I understand. Over the years, I've built up a spotless reputation through an exemplary career and family life. Please elaborate. Um, but after a recent episode in which a certain contact badly assaulted me in a public lavatory, I'm keen to ensure absolute discretion. Of course. <laughs> if anyone found out that we were seeing each other. I'd be arrested immediately. It'd be a national scandal. I am aware of the risk, Bluebell. In future, we will meet in more, um, secret location. Good. Good. And if it comes to the worst, I have a backup plan. Really? What? I will spirit you out of the country and take you to my capital city. But, but what about my wife and children? All their needs will be met. You could tell them you are on the um, long-term posting to, um, to Bangkok. Bangkok? Good idea. So, what would I do in your capital city? I would find work for you. Where? At the agency, looking after the young British men working for us. We take care of all our boys. I'm... I'm not sure I'd want to be involved in such a business. There are many perks. Luxury apartments, state banquets, and the most attractive fellow operatives. You get my meaning. Oh, oh dear. I'm not the promiscuous type, apart from... You know. Um, your habits may be different, Foxglove, but I'm essentially 
a one person man. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not joking. Each to his own sexual inclinations, I suppose. If you prefer monogamy, we can set you up with a beautiful wife. Wife? Hold on, old chap. I thought this was about me and you. Oh! Oh, please! Uh, I beg your pardon? Uh, there's been a misunderstanding. Uh, please, excuse me. Uh, I, I, I say... Oh, what an intriguing fellow. Still, probably not my type. Whereas this one. <clears throat> Good morning. Morning. I see you're reading the Times. Well, it is my uh, favourite paper, sir. Uh, my name is uh, Foxglove. I'm pleased to make your acquaintance, Foxglove. Likewise. I'm bucked a cup. I'm wearing a red necktie. Oh, red is my favourite colour. I find it charming, don't you? I find it inspiring. It makes me feel... Very gay. It makes me feel very political. Mm. Read all about it. Winston Churchill resigns. Anthony Eden appointed Prime Minister. The cherry blossoms arrived late this year. However, the daffodils are still blooming. Yes, but I've only seen one swallow. Well, one swallow does not a summer make. <laughs> Wonderful. Buttercup, you're the man I'm looking for. That's good to hear, Foxglove. Let's get down to business. Oh, right away, sir. What can you offer me? Well. The identities of MI6 agents across oh. Europe, strategic oh. files from the war office, keys to all our secret codes, oh. you name it, I can steal it. Oh. Of course, I would expect to be generously rewarded, Tavarish. Uh, uh, mm. uh, my, my apologies. I, I must have mistaken you for someone else. G good day. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, how groovy was that? Can we big a huge round of applause, please, once more, for Tom Jensen's writing and our dashingly quirky cast and crew, and especially to PC Walk-On. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> Yes, thank you so much. And someone get PC Walk on an agent. So this second piece is steampunk inspired and set on an airship. Indeed. Now, these two are playing the captain and first mate and we are some of the crew. But we also need a Reynolds. Any accent, any character. All we truly need is someone who can read and perform at the same time. <laughs> 
Now that may be a challenge. Any volunteers? It can't be done. <laughs> Nathan, you want to go and uh, hunt down a, a willing victim? Sorry, um, <laughs> participant. Good work, Nathan. Go get him. There's a hand raised. Welcome to the stage. If you don't know this charmingly wonderful fellow, it's Robert Crichton. <laughs> Hurrah! Hurrah. <laughs> Welcome. So uh, we have a bit of a steampunk soundscape for this. So we have all sorts of delightful pieces of foley, including that tray that escaped at the end of that previous performance. I'm sorry. We have this bicycle pump, for example. Are you, are, are you, are you one for, for pumping, good sir? I, I can pump. Yes, you can. Excellent. Yeah, that, 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 there we go. Excellent, excellent pumping action. You're well trained. Um, now, let's see. Uh, I guess when you have to be a member of a, a steampunk airship crew, there's a lot of uh, body acting that goes into it as well. I'm aware that this is an audio podcast, but you, it carries across. So are you, how, how much of a kind of air pirate captain energy can you, can you give off? Do we have a bit of, maybe a bit of a limp? Maybe an eye patch kind of vibe, saying like "Captain" out the side of your mouth, that kind of energy. Afternoon, Captain. How's that? Why, why, why am I on stage doing this and not him? He should. He should be <laughs> I feel horribly insecure. But no, that's perfect. Perfect. You're in. Excellent. Right. I'll pass over to Kareem. Right, Robert. Your first line is "Afternoon, Captain." Engineering wants me to tell you, engine number two's on fire again. Do you do accents? Well, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so let's give it a go. Afternoon, Captain. Afternoon, Captain. Engineering wants me to tell you no, engine number two's on fire again. Engineering wanted, to te- wanted me to tell you engine number two's on fire again. Excellent. I think that's rather good. We're going to do some sailor salutes now. Nathan? A sa- sailor salute? I, I have no idea which one I'm like like this. I'm very mask and know what a sailor is and what they do. <laughs> Good. Is, is this correct? It, it, it's as correct as it needs to be. David, Hell yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Very sharp and crisp there. And myself. Ow. <laughs> we'll get there somewhere. Nailed it. <laughs> so, uh, and audience, without knocking the person next to you, let's see you try your best right-handed salute. Excellent. I think we're marvellously done. Okay, Reynolds, choose your favourite salute and um, let's see it. After three, one, two, three. (laughs) Superb. (laughs) David! Thank you. And uh, we must mention uh, there is some mild pedal. Yes. There will be balloons popped in this live foley. So please, if you are uh, put off by popping action, hot popping action... Please. <laughs> then, then, please uh, cover your ears, uh, go to the back, or do whatever it is you need to do. Um, Reynolds, are you averse to popping balloons? I, I think I can manage that. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so, whenever I pop something, please follow suit, which is such an invitation. Excellent. Uh, and I will be popping um, my balloons with a quirky voices badge, which are available after the show in the foyer at table 18. There we yeah. go, <laughs> as modelled. Right. And Sarah now has a line. Uh, please do not prick yourself. And there are so many things I could say to that. Uh, don't. I won't, because that's what it says in the script. <laughs> now, due to the small matter of there being a fire somewhere on the airship, there will be some shouting and worried panic. 
Um, so we do have some water. Do we have some water? Water. Water. Glass of water. Have some water. You're very welcome. Uh, so um, it's water to drink. Just, so just take a little bit in, hold it in your mouth, and do a little gargle for us. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, right, now you can swallow. Good. Uh, now, can you give us a gentle, screamy shout of general panic? <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. <laughs> uh, we could do with some more screamers to shout and act in peril. So, um, oh, gosh, I have to go find some people. Eh? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I actually say Nathan is picking you out. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> yeah. Fly, my pretties, fly, <laughs> fly. <laughs> so Nathan is going to find some screamers for us. Or just don't Bad shout, call. Mr. Sands is in the auditorium. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we do have a... We do actually have a sign. So whenever you see the mildly scream and gently panic, please do what it says. So, um, yep. Excellent. Okay, right, yes. My mom is doing fantastically. She's a bee and then a screamer. It's great. Um, so uh, we don't just want screaming, though. We, we, we need some lines or some, some improvisation, some ad-libbing. Ad we need things said like... Oh, my God! We're all going to die! Or... Blow it out! Stand on it! Wah! Or... Yeah, just... So, ready, panickers? Uh, watch for the sign, and... Oh, my goodness! Excellent! I can see where I get it from as well. That's good. Thanks, Mum. Um, so every time you see the sign, please gently scream and mildly panic. Let's practice. It's like tech support. I think we'll, we'll wiggle yeah. on because I'm sure yes. they've got the yes. hang of that one. Yeah, so please it. don't hurt your voices, okay? Uh, it's just mild, gentle background peril. Um, so Reynolds, hello. You're part of our crew. You're part of the crew of this wonderful shop. Uh, welcome. Um, here's your hat, uh, which hat? You, you must wear. Uh, it's very important that uh, hats make 99.9% .9 of acting better. Uh, and 76.9% of my statistics are made up. So uh, just to reiterate, Mike, I don't need to go through my etiquette with you. You know what a mic is and what it does. So shall we just get on with it? Yes. Um, I think, uh, yes. yes. We're ready, I think. Uh, could we cue the music, please, Max? Thank you. Live at Pod UK, Dashingly Quirky 2020 presents Bristol Fashion by PJ Marvel. With Fiona Thrale as Captain Ellie, Sarah Golding as Officer Charity, Robert Crichton as Reynolds, and David Alt, Kareem Crumpley, and Nathan Blades, plus the Pod UK 2020 audience as the airship's crew. Uh, 
Airship Athena, Captain's Log, 1500 hours. Coordinates 56 north, 6 west, altitude 4,000 feet. The crew are in reasonable spirits. Adaptation to the new fuel has kept everyone busy and moderate success has kept them cheerful. I am pleased to note that we had three engine fires in the last week, down from 12 in the week preceding. Hobbs, never too busy for my favourite first mate. Oh, again, what can I help you with? Uh, I wanted to talk to you about Maren McLeod. Ah, uh, you've noticed. That she's not got her skin. She's not got skin? Well, you know, her pelt, her, her coat, the thing you, you got locked in your, your safe. Oh, yes, right. Yeah. What did you think I was talking about? Oh, nothing. Um, what about her coat? Well, she gave it to you. She did. I put it in the safe to protect it. Why? Skip, you do know Murren's a selkie, don't you? Of course. I expect that's why she wanted me to keep her coat safe. And she said that, did she, Ellie? Used those words exactly. You only call me Ellie when you're worried. Yeah, it's about you this time. Charity, what is this about? I know something's wrong between me and Miss McLeod, but when I asked, she wouldn't say anything. Yeah, um, about that, uh... Well, did I offend her? I'd hate to think so. Please, please tell me if I have. <sighs> Not exactly. Look, what actually happened when she gave you her skin? Coat. Uh, yes, whatever. But what, what happened? Well, she came to me late one evening, talked about that bad business before she joined the crew, oh, yeah. said she needed to find someone who would keep her coat for her and said she didn't know of anyone else she'd trust with it than me, then she gave it to me. Mm. And what did you do? I said thank you. You said thank you. Was that rude? Rude? <laughs> Ellie, you like Murren, don't you? Of course. She's a very competent crew member. Yeah, 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 yeah. You like her. I just said I did. Yeah, I mean, romantically. You like her romantically. Well, I don't think that's. I'm her captain. It, it's not. You, you do, you do, you do, you do. Ah, ah, um, Reynolds. Reynolds, come in. Afternoon, Captain. Engineering wanted me to tell you engine number two's on fire again. Oh, damn, that's four. No doubt they'll want me down there. We can pick this up uh, later, Miss Hobbs. I'll just, um... They didn't say they needed you, Captain. Just wanted you to know that's where the smell of burning rubber was coming from. Well, a fire on the ship is undoubtedly... Convenient. Uh, to be honest, ma'am, I'd avoid the engine room right now. Chief Jenny got drenched when the sprinklers went off, and you know what she's like when she's grumpy? But surely some help would only get in the way. Hmm? Thank you, Reynolds. That is all. I'm not going 16, to... I don't think you've got much choice. 14, what do you mean? 12, I'm saying you can't ignore 11, this. You know what happens when you have a, a selkie skin. Eight, They're seven, 
bound to you. Only if you steal it. Yes, and also... No, and also no. You've got Marin's skin and you're safe. Please stop saying it like that. Her coat, whatever, it's yours. I hope you're not suggesting I take advantage of a crew member. No, because Elliot... You didn't take it. She gave it to you, didn't she? She said you were the only one she'd trust with it. Yes. Yes, she did. Yeah, so if taking a silky skin binds her to you, what do you think it means when she gives it to you? I... Oh. Yes. Did Morin ask me to marry her? She did. And I said, thank you. Uh, you did. Chas, what do I do now? Ah, what would you do if you were in Murren's position? Yeah? If I'd proposed and she'd said, thank you, I'd die of shame, probably. Mm. So our Murren is probably not feeling shipshape and Bristol fashion right now, if you catch my meaning. No, she's probably not. So? So, I suppose I should fix that. Oh, well... That'll be modern. It will? Hmm? How do you... Charity Hobbs, what have you done? I told her that, well, well, you wanted a word, in fact, to clear up this little bit of awkwardness between you. Which, uh, well, you do. You do want to do that, don't you, Ellie? Of course. Ah, brilliant. Perfect. <laughs> Off you go, then. Right. Do I have to do it now? I guess you have to do it now. I knew you were going to try and weasel out of it. I have never weaseled out of anything in my life. Then, oh, Captain, answer the damn door. It's not that I... You know, the ship needs... The ship is fine. Um, most, most of the ship is fine. It's not like we haven't handled much worse than this engine fire, though. Hey, Ellie. But... I'm the captain, Charity. I can't date a subordinate. I didn't stop peppering Rashid. Hmm? If I recall correctly, Captain, you married them yourself in the galley, which was, uh, was a nice touch. Well, yes, but Pepper is the cook, not the captain. <laughs> and you've never said a word about Chief Denny and Warrant Officer Petit. Uh, Poppy Denny is a seasoned officer, and I'd trust her to do... Or Lieutenants Lee and Harvey. Lee and Harvey, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Rumour is they've been serious since the Rimini incident. <gasps> well, wonders never cease. Uh, I should... Yeah, Ellie, just focus, right? Murren is still on the other side of that door. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, so, you know, just... Stop getting in your own way and just just be happy for once. Yeah? Oh, fine. Fine. But you are leaving. I'm not having an audience. Oh, fine, Skipper. I'll, uh, I'll just be off then. Yeah. Thank you, Ms. Hobbs. See about extinguishing my ship, will you? Aye, aye, Captain. Godspeed. Go away, Chaz. Ah, <laughs> oh, Miss McLeod, Marin. Please, come in. Well, wasn't that fun? 
I uh, definitely had a delight in entirely failing to pop balloons with the pin I had to hand. Um, very, very competent. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the cliffhanger of that story. I want to know what happens after that. Oh my God, fan fiction territory, clearly. Um, so <laughs> do get writing more. I, I would love to see what happens next in this storyline, gesturing into the distance. <laughs> Now, uh, thanks to all the folks who joined in, including our mild panickers up over there. Please take a bow. <laughs> Applaud for them and their delightful screaming. And uh, obviously, hooray for Officer Reynolds. Uh, let's give him a round of applause. Great work. You can keep the hat. Uh, and we hope you've enjoyed this pod venture into some new audio fiction. And again, hearty thanks to our winning writers, Tom Jensen with a J and PJ Marvel. And we know for a fact that PJ is here, and we do, in fact, have a trophy to present her, which will be a collector's item in future, obviously. It is a dashingly quirky pint of plenty trophy. So please give a rousing applause for Tom and PJ as well. Please do come up and accept your dashingly quirky awards. I think we've left them in the green room. <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, but essentially, they are uh, hopefully useful rather than uh, just a dust gatherer. It's a, a little half pint glass with some, some lovely engraving on it, so yes. you'll get that later. <laughs> Thank you. Can we give a rousing applause? PJ's just come to the stage. On you come, PJ. And, um, to ask you first of all uh what is it like seeing uh, a quite uh, a raw version of an audio <laughs> drama version of your script come to life uh <laughs> it's kind of about what my mind's doing right now that was amazing <laughs> i mean I, I loved the panther quiet screaming it was just beautiful thank you and um yes the, i thought the balloon popping was wonderful <laughs> um max you've done some very exciting things you've got exciting things coming up would you like to share some of them um there's a lot of stuff google definitely human please and just click on some stuff <laughs> kareem where can folks see more of your work? <coughs> well, uh, not much new coming out at the moment, but I am currently narrating a new magazine called Parallel Worlds with Sarah as well. Uh, it's a speculative fiction magazine about gaming, fun, uh, movies, and uh, literary, fi literary fiction, etc. Um, it's a magazine. You can get a print version. It's available on Patreon. And we voice the uh, readed, uh, the red, readed? red version as a podcast. So look out for Parallel Worlds. Oh, and uh, Nathan, we've popped your audio drama Cherry today. I'm very excited to have you on the team. And I hope an agent snaps you up and you do more. Uh, tell us what you're up to. I mean, yeah, you can probably tell I'm not a voice actor. Yeah, but... You are now! I am now. I feel powerful. Um, but I do uh, do a lot of actual play tabletop RPG podcast stuff, uh, namely the Talent Agency, which is a super queer cyberpunk romp where criminals enter the worlds of the arts and entertainment and do cyber crimes. Um, I also do a lot of tabletop RPG streaming at twitch.tv forward slash the neon caster, which is about as disorganized is this so it's uh, that kind of energy I, I love that level of chaotic energy <laughs> thank you and david no more sleep for you <laughs> there's never any sleep uh yes but uh so if you like i'm flexible <laughs> thank you um yeah if you like uh, i'm helpful <laughs> that's true if you like dnd &D, uh then dark dice uh is one to check out which is my first venture into dnd &D, uh, which has been made into a full audio drama 
uh, other things that I'm in, things like White Vault, Shadows at the Door, the podcast. If you've been to the No Sleep stall downstairs, you will have met Mark Nixon, who is Shadows at the Door. If you like Ghost Stories, MR James, that sort of stuff, you can find that there. And various other things. Oh, Fiona, buddy pal, what are you up to? Right, well, Dashing Onions Audio is working on a new live recorded, I hope, mini-series that mixes stage magic and survival and rabbits and tigers in the disappearing space. And otherwise, yes, oh my, and otherwise, I'm going to be working in the background on a certain series called Anyone for Coffee, which um, Sarah is doing. Sarah, do you want to tell us more about your work? Yeah, I'm very excited about how, ways to entice people into enjoying audio drama. So it's going to be a women's health podcast and it's uh, essentially verbatim interviews that are placed within the audio drama format and hopefully appealing to, to bringing in some other folks from, from different areas and encouraging folks to listen. And please just check out what Quirky Voices feed is doing. There's all sorts of madcap. There's Mediva, which is a voice acting thing. If you want to get into, jump on that. And I, I think I'll just stop there, really. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think without further ado, should we give a huge round of applause to uh, the cast and crew that have helped today and our audience of beautiful bird quackers and bees and screamers. Thank you very much, folks. I think uh, happy creating. Well done. Yeah.